Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another exciting episode of our continuing Shi'urim in the Sefer Lekutei Moran. We are continuing towards the end of the sixth Torah, where we were exploring the idea of the letter Aleph. The upper part of the Aleph represents a higher level energy. It represents Moshe Rabbeinu, the teacher. And then you have the lower level, which represents Yehoshua, or the student. And then you have the Vav in the middle that represents the Rakia, representing the sky as well as the ability to connect the Moshe Rabbeinu, the teacher, with the student. As well as the sky, it's that which is over us, representing the Ohel, the tent. And when you bring both student and teacher under the same roof, if you will, there's something magical that happens in regards to passing the baton to the next generation. Jumping right back into our Lekutei Moran, And this is what's written there, above in this Torah that we've been learning. When a person has two types of this expertise, two types of being a Bucky, then he's traveling on the path of repentance. And this is twice, two times the word Bucky, expert. Kasa v'sag, and these two times are the concepts of these names, Kasa and Sag. Esak shemaim v'atziya sh'oil v'chula. You can see how those names connect with that Pasuk in earlier podcasts. Al-yidezeh, through this, naseh b'chinas derech, this is how we make the path, the pathway to tshuva, shuhu b'gematria shtei p'amim baki, because it's gematria twice baki. Shehem kasa v'sag v'chulekanal, like we saw above. Ki ikar derech ha-tshuva zoichen al yidei shnei b'kiyas anal. Because the main pathway to reach this tshuva, to merit having this ultimate repentance, a higher level self, is through these two ways of expertise. Va'az, and then, yamin Hashem pshuta l'kabel tshuvasai. And then, once we reach these levels, the right hand is able to stretch out to receive the tshuva, the repentance of a particular person. Ki yamin b'gematria derech, because right is the gematria of path. Shehem shtepam in baki, which is the numerical value of two times expert. Upshuta begmatria segel de kasa, vechirik de sag. And pshuta has the same numerical value as the segel of kasa and the chirik of sag, as we explained above. Shehem ba'atzmam, meaning the segel and the chirik, these two vowels. Bechinus nekuda ha'elyona u nekuda ha'tachtoina. These correspond to the upper point of the Aleph, as well as the lower point of the Aleph, as we've learned before. These points remind us that it's necessary to constantly be beseeching Hashem, both above and below, saying that when I reach out to the heavens, you're there, and when I make my bed in hell, on the bottom side of life, you're also there. These are the two types of expertise, of reaching up and reaching down, recognizing there are concepts on both sides that I need to be aware of. But Alkane, therefore, that when a person has these two levels of expertise, as then, he can travel the path of tshuva, of repentance. And then Hashem will reach out and receive his repentance. Understand these concepts well. Because they are very, very deep. Now we're going to have a linking together from Reb Nassin of the entirety of this Torah. Here we go. Va'al pizeh. 
And according to this, Tavin Lakasha Toira Hativ, let's tie this all together. And what is written regarding the top of the Aleph and the bottom of the Aleph? This in and of itself is talking about these two levels of expertise, both the higher level and then the lower level, being able to run and being able to recede growth as well as being able to orient ourselves properly during a Yerida, during a spiritual decline. And this is not actually spelled out completely in the Torah. But rather through the intentions that we learned above. And this itself, this concept, is what we learned about above regarding making tshuva on your tshuva, repenting on your repentance. Once I reached a new level, so now, looking back, I can reach a whole nother new level. That original level of tshuva that I made was good for me then, but now that I realize how much better I can be, I can make tshuva on that original tshuva. Shekasav Sham, which is written there, hara. This is the idea of shechting the Yetzir Hara that we learned about earlier. Which is the concept of being silent for God. You see, Reb Nassim is stringing all of these concepts together that we've flushed out earlier in the Torah. This is the concept of the first tshuva that we make. And this is the concept of respect in this world. This is the lower part of the Aleph. Which corresponds to the silence and the quiet that is necessary for us to conjure up when someone, God forbid, is embarrassing us. Instead of running back or yelling back or trying to get the edge in, just being silent in both heart and thought. And then we're able to reach this new level. And that silence is silence for God. Recognizing the kavod, the honor for this world, is not something that I need, but rather all the honor in this world must go to the Holy One, to the Ebishter. And all of these steps that we've been spending weeks and weeks on are connected to the chirik, that vowel of the particular name that we've been learning about. And this is the idea of being an expert in our falling, in our returning. And this second tshuva that we make, on our original tshuva, this is the concept of the honor of the next world. The Pasuk that Rabbi Nachman brought is saying that the honor of God is a hidden thing. This corresponds to the higher part of the Aleph. That higher part is that Keser, the crown. Which is the Moshe Rabbeinu. Which is connected to that Segel of the name that we explored before. And understand these things well. Understand how all of these concepts that come up in this particular teaching, we must see how all of these ideas tie together so beautifully and to recognize the wondrous realities of how they all come together so beautifully. 
Those who spend time learning it will understand it just a little bit. The Iker Hadavar, the main point, regarding a person, person who's sitting on a very, very low level, not doing so well. But in any event, who strengthens himself and believes in himself, that he still has hope, even in that low level. That even there, in that very, very low level where he's holding, even there he can find Hashem. Mebechinas, which is the concept of that even there, when I make my bed in hell, Hashem is there with me. Azai then, and then is when he's able to draw down the holiness of the special name, the Yud and the He and the Vav and the He, in its particular permutation of Sag. This particular name of Hashem is what sustains all individuals who even have gone away from Him, from His holiness, and it strengthens them and prevents them from falling away entirely. God forbid. And this is the concept of being an expert at returning, at coming back. At falling, which corresponds with the holy names Yavak and Sag. And similarly, that when a person merits to come to such a high holy level, however, he's not able to stand there. That it's necessary for him to strengthen himself and to overcome and to literally light himself up more and more and more. Azai then, When a person is able to strengthen himself on that higher level, so that's when he can draw down the holiness of the name Ekia, the Aleph, the He, the Yud, and the He, which broken up is the Kasa. This is the higher level of expertise while running, while growing. Both of these levels are important. Of course, when we're not doing well, we must find Hashem there. But also, when we are doing well, we have to be able to draw down the holiness therein. That each and every person, in accordance with one's own actions and how he strengthens himself in regards to his own avoda, his own actions towards God, causes these names to unite, to come together. And then in turn, you draw all of that holiness upon oneself and understand this well. We need the full package, the growth on the top, as well as the understanding and the ability to draw Hashem into our spiritual fallings. On a certain level, that's called being a well-rounded Jew, having a Muna in our growth and having a Muna in our fall. It was explained above,
it was explained above that by means of the silence and the quiet that a person can display when his friend will embarrass him or insult him, so then a person merits tshuva, repentance, which is the aspect of the crown. Ayin Sham, see that idea over there earlier in the Torah. Kisayag l'chachma shtika. That a fence for wisdom is silence. We learned that before. Kanal. Therefore, it's necessary to judge everyone. And we have to be very, very careful to judge everyone. Meritoriously. Judge people on the side of favor. Even those that argue against you and even those that embarrass you in public. That it's necessary to judge them favorably and then to remain silent when dealing with them. And through this, this is how you really make that higher level of crown. As is brought in the Midrash. There's a person who happens to find his friend making a crown. Amarloi, he said to his friend, Bishvil me, who's the crown for? Amarloi, he said back to him, Bishvil Hamelech, I'm building this crown for the king. Amarlo, he said back to him, Kevan Shahula Tsorach Hamelech, Kol Evan Taiv Shatimsa, Tikba Enu, boy. He replied, Because this crown is for the king, any precious stone that you can find, any jewel, make sure that you affix those stones into the crown, every single one you can find. So too is every single Jew, this idea of a crown for Hashem. Therefore, we have to Put every single jewel that we can possibly find, meaning every nakuda tova, every good point, in order to judge another person favorably, must be brought out and recognized. That it's necessary to work hard and to search and to find after every single angle a side of merit of every single person, of every Jew. And to judge every person favorably. Because they are the concepts of this crown and jewels in the crown. Every person is a crown and the jewels therein are those good points. Like our rabbis say, like our rabbis teach, it's necessary to judge every person favorably. Nimsa, and then it comes out, and we find through judging everyone favorably, that you can be quiet when a person is embarrassing you, and then you pull out those merits. And then it's as if he's not responsible at all for making fun of me or, or for embarrassing me because that person from the outside looking at me says, oh, he's not responding, so therefore he must have deserved this, so what I'm doing is proper. So you're not in turn destroying the person back. And just for clarity, as Rabbi Nachman explained before, and as how many others have explained as well, it's not about who's right. It's not about getting revenge. It's about directing all honor 
to the only one who deserves honor, which is Hashem. When we're able to keep our mouths and hearts shut and not jump back, that creates an uh, incredible amount of holiness in this world. And through this, we make the crown, the holy crown, as we saw above, that through our quiet and our silence, understand this well. These concepts are so powerful from rabbi to student. There's no question this had to do with Rabbi Nachman and Rabbi Nassin, with us and our teachers. We should please God be able to take all of these concepts understand them, and most importantly, put them into practice in a real way, bringing a greater level of godliness into this world as we make these crowns to facilitate the godliness in this world. Wishing everyone a beautiful day. End of Torah 6. Baruch Hashem.